Hola, amiga. I believe the only way to create a life of your dreams is by taking massive action that makes shit happen. Basically, amiga, handle your shit. Yes, I said that. Handle your shit. Stop playing small and start breaking down cultural limitations, gain back your feminine power, and become the unapologetic and unstoppable Latina you were destined to be. This show is meant to inspire, motivate, and awaken your soul's potential. You will learn from business professionals, successful entrepreneurs, and creatives that will teach you mental corrections, insider tips, success strategies, and of course, a dose of personal development. I am your host, Jackie Tapia, lawyer, transformational life coach, and entrepreneur. I am also a wife and mom to a little badass Latina. I'm obsessed with changing the Latina's mindset and breaking down cultural barriers so that you can live your best life and step into your true power and start living a life of abundance in all ways and always. Join me for inspiring conversations with thought leaders and learn how to handle your shit. ¿Estás lista? Vámonos. Hola, amigas. I am so excited. We now have an official vice president who is a woman of color. Amigas out there, this is freaking amazing. But here's another thing that is even more powerful, I believe, is that now immigration can be a realistic thing for immigrants. And so I wanted to let you all know that I am super excited. Apparently, there is a pathway to getting legal in this country if you're undocumented and a path to citizenship. And this is all beautiful. I've heard it before by many other politicians. And as you all know, I've been a veteran immigration attorney now for over 20 years. And I want you all to understand, don't get sidetracked by offers, by unscrupulous people. And here's the thing. I've lived enough years to understand that there is fraud out there. So before you start investing in immigration attorneys or immigra- or paralegals, please, please, please vet them first and then move forward, okay? So there's a lot of things going to happen this year and for the years to come, but please, please, please beware of the fraudulent individuals out there This is amazing. Immigration is going to be an overhaul and everything has to go through Congress. And there are some executive orders that are in play. But before you start investing in someone, please vet them and figure out if this is the right person for you. Now, amigas, as you know, I have my firm. I don't actually do all the legwork anymore. But if you are interested, you are definitely welcome to check out the firm. It's Tapia and Valenzuela LLP, and the phone number is 323-446-2400. But before you do anything, please, please, please be patient because there's nothing set in stone just yet, okay? So just remember, just as a cautionary tale, I've seen 
bad things happen in these past 20 years. So we all have heard of immigration happening in the past and then it didn't happen and people started spending money on unscrupulous individuals and there has been a lot of immigration fraud. So please, please, please do yourself a favor and your families out there a favor to vet the person that you're going to engage with, okay? So that's all I wanted to say before we jump into our amazing episode. Hello, amigas, and welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. I am super excited that we have Eva Macias here. Eva Macias is a powerful leader and sought-after speaker in the financial industry. She has been on several stages as a speaker and expert in finance and insurance, such as Telemundo, Univision, and so many other networks. Eva's specialty is helping women create a simple-to-follow financial plan in 60 minutes or less. Some financial service firms will decide whether to work with you or not based on your income level and net worth. Eva, on the other hand, believes that all working families deserve access to the same financial information that few families receive. After learning her parents were retiring with just $1,100, Eva decided to dedicate her life to teaching women and working families how to achieve financial freedom. Eva and her team is committed to leveling the financial playing field for all families so that everyone can reach their financial goals. Eva is the author of the best-selling book called The Latina's Guide to Money. She has developed the Financial Bootcamp, which is a five-week course that teaches women they're worthy of having it all and how to master their finances to get it. She's on Facebook and Instagram Live every Wednesday evening on her Wealthy Wednesday segment. Eva is married and has a beautiful daughter. Without further ado, this is Eva Macias. Welcome back to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. So I'm excited because guess what? I have my beautiful friend, Eva Macias. Eva Macias. Oh my God, I love her to death. And I'm so excited to have her here. She is this financial whiz. I'm telling you, she also knows everything about insurance But here's the wonderful thing about Eva that I've known from several years is that she's just a beautiful soul inside Mm. and out. And I am so proud of her. And I'm so Mm. happy that I have her here with you because guess what, amigas? You're going to know a lot more now about finances and how to take care of yourself in this year, 2021, because we all know shit's been happening. And it's been happening for all of us. So now we get to learn a little bit about finances. But before we even get to that part, for those of you who don't know Eva Macias, Eva Macias is this beautiful soul, like I said, but I had the pleasure of meeting her a couple of years ago through this organization called BNI, which stands for Business Networking International. And what I loved about the group at that time was that we all had the chance to pitch our businesses. And Eva, 
she's extraordinary. Like she's a wonderful speaker and you will learn soon. But I, I always was mesmerized by her pitches and how amazing they were and inviting and so much so that you wanted to invest in her programs. <laughs> and so, so I'm excited to have her here. Eva, Eva, Eva. Okay. Welcome, first of all. Thank you. For- Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I'm really excited. Wow, this is going to be amazing. So, yes, we met at BNI. And let me say that back in BNI, I always knew that she's going, she's moving to places. She's moving forward real fast, real quick. But back then, she didn't have a book yet. She didn't, didn't, uh, she was barely doing Wealthy Wednesdays. But let's talk about how she even got to be Eva Macias, the professional. Tell us a little bit about your background. Absolutely. So not only in education in regards to my background, but really life, right? Because you were talking about how things have been happening right now. And that's what happened to me in 2008. So I've always... I actually was a political science major, which is really interesting. I had internships, you know, in very high places, which nowadays deals me. You know, I had an internship at the White House back then, law firms, as a matter of fact. And it's something about it that really didn't sit well with me. Like it wasn't my passion, right? And I went to Cal State Fullerton once. I had a really hard time with statistics at Cal State Fullerton. It was a subject that just, I couldn't just, I just couldn't. It was very difficult and I was beating myself, you know, against the wall. And I was just like, why is it so hard? Like I like numbers and I'm not stupid. Right. So I actually ended up taking a part-time job at an escrow company, which at the time I didn't even know what the word escrow meant. I was like, I will be the best receptionist ever. I will pick up the phone. Don't worry about it. Well, little by little, I started learning more. And what really got me to be open to it was my surroundings. I would see these business women just look so pristine. They would carry themselves so well. I mean, I'm talking about San Marino. If you don't know where San Marino is at, which I'm sure a lot of you do, and some of you don't drive by it, you'll love it. I just fell in love with the city, with the people. And I was like, I want this for myself. And I was really young, but I started already envisioning something that I wanted. And, you know, coming from my background, my parents are, you know, not college graduates, nothing like that. I'm the youngest of eight. And as I continued to go through school, I had to retake a course at Pasadena City College, which was statistics. I ended up looking at my surroundings and I say, I want this. So I started climbing down, you know, up the ladder of escrow. And little by little, I was an escrow officer. Fell in love with that. Bought my first house at 23, my second one at 24. And to me, I was, I thought I was on top of the world because I was making, you know, six figures. I'm young you know, nothing to really care about besides thinking money's always going to flow. And then of course, 2008 hit and 2008 was a rude awakening for me. It really got me to see what was going on in the world. I was engaged at that time. My fiance at the time and I, you know, we were doing well for ourselves, but when 2008, it really took us down. And, you know, right now we're in 2021, but 2008 for me felt like a battle, not just financial, but a battle within me mm-hmm. where I was, I was fighting between like being this independent businesswoman, but at the same time, not knowing anything about anything because I had never been through, you know, a 2008. And so at that time, prior to that, 
I'm the youngest of eight. So they, everybody in my family said, put money in your 401k, put money in your 401k. You know, you're making all this money. You're making all this money. First of all, my employer didn't offer a 401k and I had no idea what to do. I went to the bank and, you know, they were like, okay, if you give us as much, this is the way it works out. I was still really confused. A girlfriend of mine invited me to a, um, a meeting and she's like, I think you're going to, if you want to know more about 401ks and things like that, come to this event. So I went to this event. One of the things that really landed for me was that most likely I would end up just like my parents when it came to uh, retirement. Both of my parents' combined income at the time of retirement was under $1,100. And at that point, it sparked something in me quickly. I was like, hold on. My parents' combined income is $1,100. My car payment is $1,200. Something is wrong. Right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Something is wrong. And, and, and all of a sudden my cure, exactly. And then all of a sudden my curious mind, because, you know, I'm an Aquarius and I get very curious about certain things. Right. I know, I know. And all of a sudden, yes. Hey, all my Aquarius people out there, all of a sudden I felt the need to want to know more. And as I started falling into that rabbit hole of, I want to know a little bit more. I want to know a little bit more. This is how it started, my passion and what I do. I said, like we were talking right before this, where I said, even if we could help one person. For me, I didn't even think about that one person. For me, I said, I'm clueless about this. Let me see what happened to my parents. Like maybe there's a glitch or maybe they didn't fill out an application and I can fill it out for them. Well, the more I learned for them, the more I ended up learning for myself. Yeah. And then once I started learning it for myself, I started questioning, you know, I'm, I'm overall, you know, of a smart girl, right? I can get my way through. If I don't know this, how many other families don't know this? Mm-hmm. And then the curiosity came, you know, got a little louder. The little voice in my head got a little louder, like this is an opportunity. And this is all happening in 2008 as we're struggling through finances and all that stuff. And I ended up literally wanting to know more about it. I don't know about, you know, your listeners out there, but once I'm committed, I'm going all the way through. I gave two weeks to my employer and I said, since I had already been months, you know, months of wanting to know more about this, I said, I don't want to have a plan B. I'm going to quit my job and I'm just going to go full force in learning about retirement planning. And of course, everybody's like, estás loca, you're crazy. What are you doing? And from that point forward, 13 years later, here we are. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Yes. Well, you know, in 2008, for those amigas out there who don't remember this, but this is when the financial crisis happened and people were losing jobs left and right. And Mm -hmm. there was a lot of struggle back then. And wow, this is very commendable because, Mm -hmm. you know, you actually said, you know what, I don't need this job. I'm going to do this other thing because I find it very fascinating. And here's the opportunity. You didn't do like a gloom and, and, and sorrow. You basically said, this is my opportunity to rise because this is what I want. I, you are forward looking. And, you know, you guys out there, remember that when something so tragic happens, you need to change your mental state about it. And if you don't know, you need to seek out help. And research and find out what is the next move. What is the next move? Okay, so then 2008 happened. Now you know you're going to do retirements. Okay, so now what kind of business did you conjure? So it's interesting because 
you know, for some of the amigas out there that are in business or trying to get the foot in the business, I knew nothing about business. So if you're scared, it's normal. It's normal to feel scared when opening up a business. I remember saying, and we were talking about this right earlier. I said, I'm just going to continue to do what I do. And as I continue to build my business is I'll continue to like overcome whatever obstacle may come or whatever new chapter I need to go. I remember not having enough money in my business when I first started to even take professional pictures. And so it was little baby milestones that I would hit because, you know, these professional pictures were like $1,200. I'm like $1,200 for pictures. Where's the iPhone, you know, but it was an investment in my business. And so what did I do as I saved up the money I created a brand. I didn't know anything about brands. I didn't know anything about, you know, the social media and where it would take me. I actually never even wanted a social media. And now I'm like social media, everything. Right. But what I started in my business is I knew that I wanted to help people. So my vision was very clear about how I wanted to help people. It was retirement and in the insurance world. And I was crystal clear about that. So you know, over a few, I think it was about two, three years as I was in the business, I then called my CPA and I said, look, I don't really know how to open up a corporation. I don't know anything about anything right now. And I'm going to ask all the dumb questions because I'm not shy about that. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm just like, where do I need to get and who do I need to ask for help? Like you said. And so my CPA said, I can help you with your corporation. I established a corporation. I thought I was on top of the world. I have a corporation. I have professional pictures. I felt super unstoppable at the time. Hell yeah. <laughs> and, and it didn't take much. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I think we think we have to have this like right. brick and mortar or like this, like all of our business stuff set up to feel powerful. That was not my case. My case was like, great. I got the corporation. I got the pictures and let's do this. And so at that point forward, I started really building the brand of Eva Macias. And it wasn't like Eva Macias, hey, look at me. It was more Eva Macias, how are we changing the world? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't about, and I always remember telling, you know, people that I would meet, I'm like, look, I'm the janitor, I'm the president, I'm the everything. So just remember that I'm going to help you out as much as I can. But I built a, a brand based off of trust. When I went to go take professional pictures, I told the photographer, when people look at these pictures, I want them to understand, to trust. Like I want the image to be to trust. And literally that was my entire concept. And we've been building the business from that point forward. And then we navigate to the Wealthy Wednesdays, the book, the boot camps and all that stuff. So first it was, let's help people. How many households can we help? And then from there, I ultimately developed more my passion just started growing a little bit. It had like, it's like a tree, right? You set the foundation, you set the trunk and it starts growing these branches of like different opportunities again. Yes, absolutely. Oh my goodness. You know, I have a very good friend that says action breeds clarity. And that's exactly what was happening for you. It was just action, 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 action. And the more you did something, the more, when you took your pictures, when you set up your corporation, Mm -hmm. those acts just brought so much more clarity for you that Mm -hmm. you knew that you were building, building, building. Absolutely. I mean, and amigas, first, yes, it's all scary, But if you take one step and then another step, another step, you're going to see that your branches are going to grow into a tree. Just keep on moving. Keep on forward. Just like the gravy train. Just keep on going. (laughs) And you know what's interesting? Absolutely. You know what's interesting? I didn't know all the answers. But as I started moving, the answers started coming to me. 
to questions that I didn't even know I had. Yeah. Right. And so that's really important to understand as well. At least for me, that was like, I didn't know I wanted to be an author. And then that was something that I was like, I started asking myself better questions in order for me to create, you know, books and so forth. And yeah. So, okay. Now, thank you for that segue, because I want to talk about that. And I also want to talk about what came first. Did Wealthy Wednesdays come first and then the book? Yes. Yes. Wealthy Wednesday, how Wealthy Wednesday got created was I was at my house. Uh, Finally, I decided to jump on social media and I said, you know what? Hey, people, you know, somebody had this question, just putting it out there literally in front of my, in front of my house. And then I was like, wait a minute, how many other people have the same question that I can't help, like that have the same question that I wish I could hit and get to. And that's how Wealthy Wednesdays got established. And so I've been consistent for years already. I also trademarked Wealthy Wednesdays, which is, you know, for those out there, I, I trademarked the, the name Wealthy Wednesdays and we've been doing it and I've been consistent every Wednesday at seven o'clock on Facebook and on Instagram live, different topics, topics that I get from the audience, sometimes topics that I feel that are needed to be heard, sometimes finance, sometimes, you know, mental state, because it's really abundance and wealth is really a mental state. And we have been, you know, pretty much growing and, and going. So from the beginning that you, when you started Wealthy Wednesday to today, now 2021, has your conversation changed because the fact of this whole COVID thing, I'm sure that that led to different kinds of conversations. Yes, definitely more on the mindset than anything, because I think people sometimes focus a lot on the money and it's not that it's just money. Money is energy. And in order for more money to come in your way or less money to go out of your pocket, out of your home, there has to be a shift in the mindset of who you are. You have to recreate yourself. You don't have to. You get to recreate yourself because as we were talking about, you know, being a a new mom, I recreated the woman that I am from nine months ago. And so in this pandemic that we're going through that, you know, we're still experiencing, it's now on, you know, and I love the podcast name, by the way, it's like... (laughs) handle your shit because this is not going to be the last time we're going to hear something like this. The question should be when we do hit this again, where am I going to be standing? What shoes will I be in? in, Right. And I remember in 2008 having that conversation. I said, never again will I experience a financial crisis like it did then. I mean, I was losing my home and lost my cars and everything. And now I'm very grateful for this where I'm in a different place but it wasn't because I have more money. It was because I have a better understanding of who I am and the way my, my thoughts, not my mind, but how my thoughts operate. Yes, yes, yes. And I think uh, many amigas out there may still are delving into it just barely mindset, mindset, mindset. And, and I know for a fact that mindset is everything. Yes, absolutely. And if you don't clean up what's in you, those thoughts, those thoughts patterns that you have in your head, it's going to keep you stifled and keep you stuck. And Mm -hmm. so in order to unstuck yourself, you really definitely need to be clear in your mindset and really do the inner work so that you can up-level your life. Thank you, Eva, for talking about this abundance and mindset, because I think it's it needs to be drilled so much so in the Latina and the Latino community, because it's always like, a woe is me. I am. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. And the energy, the universe hears your can'ts and they're going to say, OK, no, you can't. 
You're absolutely right. You can't. You don't. Yes. And you know, it's interesting if anybody wants to tune in. I, I've read this book about four or five times and I'm actually reading audio, listening to the book right now. It's The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy. And if you haven't read it, you should definitely read it. This is my takeaway right now is you need to convince yourself. It's really convincing your subconscious mind that everything you want is already here for you. And you just need to convince yourself because it's there for you, but you haven't convinced your subconscious, not your conscious, but your subconscious mind that you're worthy, that it's going to flow effortlessly into your life. Don't be attached to what it looks like. And that really has helped me as a businesswoman to continue to build my business and expand my business. Oh, absolutely. I love those words. That's music to my ears. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love this conversation, Emma. I'm so glad I miss talking to you. <laughs> Me too. Amigas, I have some exciting news for you. Let's throw away all the bad and horrible things that happened last year and start this new year with an amazing mindset. And I have something amazing for you. I have three free master classes that are happening in January. Yes, January 2021. And more specifically, I'm thinking January 26, 28, and 29. So you'll have three opportunities to attend this master class called How to Handle Your Shit and Thrive. And by the way, amigas, you have these three opportunities to attend this masterclass and they are free. Yes, absolutely free. And you will get to learn tangible ways, techniques that can transform the way you think and problem solve. Basically asking deeper questions that lead to abundance in all areas of your life. Yes, you will have tremendous value here. You will transform the way you think, the way you operate, especially now in 2021. And by the way, you'll be able to learn my four-step formula, what I have been using to transform the lives of countless individuals these past 20 years as a transformational life coach and lawyer. So, don't, don't, don't miss out on this amazing opportunity just made for you. And it's happening this year, January 26, 28, and 29. Free master classes. You can certainly register down below in the show notes. It's called How to Handle Your Shit and Thrive, Amigas. This is what it's called. And I can't wait to have you there. Here's the thing. Okay. So you got your wealthy Wednesdays. We're talking about mindset. How did you create the Latina's guide to money? Cause that also has a mindset of its own. So before I got to the, the book, I collaborated with 11 other authors to create another book and had somebody else really establish that and kind of get my, it was just a chapter that I you know, I was a co-author and I got my feet wet in regards to that book. And so that's Dear Stress, I'm Breaking Up With You, which then led to me saying, you know what, how I got to the Latina's Guide to Money was really about me looking at a bigger scope of vision for my business. And I said, I could only help so many women one-on-one. How can I still make an impact with them? And that's how the book got created. And how I started with the book was literally, it was 
first, I declared it out loud. And when I declared it out loud, again, the universe works in such a way, call it universe. I call it God. It's God for me, you know? And I remember a woman saying, I can help you. That's what I do. And so when you declare it and you say it and you convince yourself, then the opportunity came. So I actually had an off, I had a a coach. And so she helped me get the book in order. I had all the thoughts. I knew what it wanted to look like, but I didn't know where to get started. Because to me, I'm thinking I'm just going to write and write and write and write. But when do I stop? Does this make sense? And so she helped me create the skeleton of the book. So it was the chapters. And from the chapters, get to the actual content of it. And so anybody out there wanting to write a book, I highly encourage you get with the chapters first. And then from there, you know, build the content for those chapters of what you want. And then whether it's a long book, short book, you know, my book is a few hundred pages. It was easy to read. I wanted that specifically. And that's how we developed the book. I self-published because I don't know any publishing companies personally. I don't. And I was like, well, I mean, if I don't know any of them, then I get to create one. And it's really interesting. Also, I picked my publishing name. It was just like, oh, that's a great name. Okay, let's do it. Like I didn't even overthink it. I just wanted it to be out. So that's how I actually created the book, A Latina's Guide to Money. I specifically focused it on Latinas because if you know a little bit about marketing right now, they want our attention. The word Latina has a lot of traction. And if you also Google on Amazon, I'm sorry, if you go on Amazon, that's you know where you can get the book. There's not a lot of stuff about Latinas and money. And I mean, I would put Latina plus money. You should see the stuff that I would see. I'm like, this is disappointing. And (laughs) absolutely, absolutely that I'm like, I felt like I was looking at things from like Paquita del Barrio or something like just (laughs) weird stuff. And I'm like, or it was very sexual content that I would find. And I was really disappointed and upsetting. And I said, no. And so that's why I added the word Latina. And I'm very grateful because by just changing those words around, we were able to make the book, you know, a bestseller in four different categories. Again, I put it out there in the world. I reached out to all my friends, all of you. I remember, you know, taking my book to B&I and, and we all made it happen. It's not like Eva made it happen. It's your community makes it happen. And they're there to support you'd be, you'd be surprised how much your community wants to see you win. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember when you launched your book and I'm like, yes, what can we do to support you? Yeah, I remember that. Let me buy some books. I remember that. Yes. Let me sponsor your table because I know you had um, a way of marketing your book out. You, I think, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. You had like different booths from different types of vendors. So you know what's interesting? Even my my coach at the time said, I've never been to a book launch like this. I like to party. I love to celebrate. I love seeing my friends. So I was like, I want this to be grand. And I don't know if you remember this, Jackie, but we didn't have any books at my book lunch because because I didn't approve the cover on time and nobody got their books on time. So we were having this big book lunch and I'm like, I don't have any books. And we had such a great time. We had over 200 plus people there. And what I did is I didn't want to just be about me. I wanted also the opportunity of the audience to be shared with my community of friends and network like yourself. And so I had other business owners that I know I wanted their businesses to expand from this to be seen at that time. And I created opportunity for others because that's how I function. And the way I have always done business is when you help others, others help you. Like it's just a natural state of being. And again, helping others is really the key to your vision in anything that you want to accomplish. Oh, absolutely. Totally agree with you because I mean, if it's not for others, then for who though? You know, it's like, it's just, 
you know, we're put on the, on this planet for a reason and we're given such divine gifts. The way that the universe really wants to play with you is when you start sharing with everybody. Well, this is perfect timing. Think about 2020 and how we've had to quarantine at home and how lonely, even though we're not lonely, how lonely it feels not to be in involved in our community, how weird it feels not to be having social interactions with people. So I think 2020 should be, or 2020 was, for me, it was big on people need people. Yes. And so why not continue to elevate us? Because when we elevate us, you elevate your environment and you know, if you have little ones, you need to elevate a lot more because there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world. So uh, why not do it together instead of alone? Because alone, it feels like very tiring, very like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. But when you have others help you, it's just our natural being. I mean, 2020 has given us a perfect example of how it is important for us to be in relationship with others. Oh, thousand percent, thousand percent. You know, I, I mean, it's like a being quarantined, I mean, you can use this time to really up-level your thought process or you can sulk. And guess what? I'd rather use this time and think of it like a vacation. It's like, okay, all right, what can I do? How do I make myself feel when I'm on vacation? Mm -hmm. Everything is easy. Everything is flowing. Everything is fun. Again, it's a mindset. You know, stop using the words uh, pandemic. Stop. This is horrible. This is sucks, blah, blah, blah. Because those are low vibrational terms. But if you start reframing the conversation about it, it's just going to really ease up in your soul and in your mind. And so I find this time, I mean, yeah, in the beginning it was like, fuck, this is bullshit. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay, all right. Okay, so I'm in. All right. I just, we put on our red lipstick, right? Cause I love red lipstick. Let's put on our red lipstick and let what do we need to do? Because we are, we are, that's who we are. Yeah. We're not there to just be like, no way I said nada. We get up, we do what we need to do. And we're like, let's figure it out. And who cares if you don't wash the dishes, you just figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be washed at some Later. point. Uh, and they'll start stinking yes. up. So you yes. know, You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Absolutely. You'll survive. Sure. This is so beautiful now. Okay. So your book, that is a number one bestseller. I'm so proud of you, Amiga. Thank you. Now, you also do these boot camps. And yes. they in person. But now you've found a way to still build that community virtually. So why don't you tell us more about that? I'll tell you again, because you don't always know the answers, but the answers come your way. So as I started meeting with more women, I realized that the number one excuse that I was getting is I don't have time or I don't have money. And I said, how can I create? Because I know that we do. How can I create a program that helps them see that where I'm not telling them, but where it helps them discover that. And I created a five-week program that I pretty much all the knowledge that I have, right? I was like, how can I divide it? Because sometimes it could be a little overwhelming. And I I divided it into five weeks. It's a five-week in-person before. And like all of you, I'm sure I shifted with the times. I started shifting even before the pandemic hit. I already knew because I was pregnant and I was going to do it virtually. But when the pandemic hit, actually, again, blessings in disguise. When you, again, another book, Who Moved My Cheese? You got to, you know, Obviously, I don't remember the author on that one, but Who Moved My Cheese is a book that I remember when the pandemic hit where I was like, okay, what do I need to do very quickly? And I shifted my business all 100% virtual. 
And this is one of the best things about it and how there's opportunity and everything. I had a hundred plus women in one class for me going virtually. So yes, from before it started off with eight women in my office, eight women, consistency, consistency, consistency. We created this five week program where we're pretty much take down, break down your budget, see where you are to build your foundation, to get you to understand the five different areas of your life financially. And then from there, I think we've had over a thousand plus people take our course already in a matter of two and a half years. Nice. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. And we're, and we're growing. We're actually starting our next one next week, actually this Tuesday coming up. So yes. Beautiful. Well, we'll definitely put that in the show notes so that amigas can actually go in and say like, Oh yeah, I want I want to join this course. Definitely. Yeah, that would be great. And we can give the dates out for the following bootcamp. And we always ask them, where are they coming from? Cause we like to know where our audience is coming from for us to also know, you know, where you're coming from, how we met. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Well, I'm definitely going to have them put it in there. So as we're kind of winding down, I wanted to get your tips in terms of the 2021 are things changing? in the financial world that you think that we as amigas should pay attention? So yes, they are. Absolutely. And they always have been. So you hear a lot, especially when the market really, really crashed in 2008. I remember most millionaires are made in a down market. Mm -hmm. And so understanding where we are right now, a lot of people want to just put all their money in stocks right now. I see it. I, my friends are like, what stock should I buy or what should I do? And I'm going to share something with everybody right now. This is why it's even more important for you to set the foundation of your household and then continue to invest in the market in whatever that looks like. The reason why I say this is not just because I'm in the insurance world, but because I'm in the insurance world mm-hmm. and because we're going through a pandemic and people have died, you know, unexpectedly, all of us, all of us need to have some sort of life insurance. That is the foundation of every financial plan. And then we get to also continue to either one, start or two, increase our contributions to our 401ks, our long-term investing goals. And in that long-term investing goals is where you're going to be able to start looking into potentially some stock or looking into some index funds or really understanding where we're getting. What happens is I see a lot of women, they work for so many years, but they never take the opportunity of saying, how can I take care of my future self? Mm-hmm. And if there's the biggest thing that I can address now is that is we're shifting, our money's shifting and as much as we love to shop is really take 100% ownership of where you want to be. You talked about a vacation right now, right? Well, when you're 60 or 65, what does that look like? Right now, even more, understand this. The government's never going to take care of you. So because of that is why we, it's so important for us to take care of our money and why it's so important for us not to hoard it, but to invest it effortlessly to know what our next move is, whether people are like, oh, I don't want to buy real estate right now because it's so expensive. Real estate will always be real estate. If you have that mindset of I cannot afford it, you cannot afford it. How can I create the money to do so? And so buy real estate buy stocks, buy mutual funds, get yourself in every investment field that you can, but set your foundation. So God forbid you pass from a pandemic or natural causes that everything you created continues to build up in your legacy. So what I'm saying is that if they're going to learn something right now is get it together. Ooh, 
Mm-hmm. Get it together. Set the foundation because the foundation will take care of you. If your foundation, like in any house, you know, if your foundation in your house is rocky, guess what? If that earthquake comes, it's going to shake that household. But if your, if your foundation is solid, you're going to be all right. Same thing with your money. And it's not just your money. Your money flows in. It's your thought process of money, all that fantastic stuff. So please this year, if I can't stretch it even more, because there's, you know, millions of people losing their jobs. Some people are worried. Some people are not. It's where do you want to be? And so and for those that may be struggling right now, remember, this is not your forever place. This is just temporary. And if you're struggling, it's an opportunity for you to see what areas of your life haven't been working or what areas of your finances have not been working for you to be able to shift and recreate who you are in this present moment for you to be able to get out of it. I started my business with nothing. I literally, I mean, my houses were being foreclosed on. My cars got repoed. I was being sued. I had $300,000 of debt. If I can get out of that funk, so can you. Mm, words of wisdom. How to recreate who you are. Oh, I love that. Okay, well, here's here's a, another question. Can you provide us some tips or tools on how amigas can handle their shit. <laughs> I always ask this about my guests and every guest has really truly said something different and I love what they all say and I know what you're going to come up with. I'm just going to like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to take it easy because I know this. <laughs> so. <laughs> so I'm going to say for all of us, I do a lot of virtual webinars and things like that for women that are over 60. And I always see myself in them. Okay. And so for that reason, I'm going to say first and foremost, financially, I'm going to give you that tip, right? Learn to pay yourself first. And I don't mean pay yourself to go spend. I mean, literally take 15% of your money and put it away out of sight, out of mind. It doesn't really belong to you. It belongs to your future self. Start with that. Then all the other money you can spend on um, household transportation, other living expenses, things like that. But for first and foremost, you must take care of that money first, put it away. It doesn't belong to you. Okay. That's going to be the first tip. The second tip that I'm going to give in regards to that is there's no Prince Charming coming to save you either. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I know, I know. And it's important that you do this for yourself because we're living longer. We are living longer. Not only are we living longer, we are responsible. We earn less, right? And we also are nurturers. We take care of kids. We do, you know, they need us in so many different ways. So it's important that we start taking care of ourselves. That's also self-love and don't make it complex. One of the things for me in 2021 is not to keep, and don't, don't make things complex for myself. My business plan this year is very simple, very doable and I feel very at ease with it. So whatever your plan is, just keep it simple, but keep it consistent. The reason why I stand here in front of you guys, speaking to you guys about this Wealthy Wednesday, the book, my business is because even when I wanted to quit, I was consistent. Mm. And so even when it was hard, I remember telling myself, if it's not hard, like this was, I remember this conversation specifically, and I was in tears. It's only getting harder because I'm getting close to it. Ah. Yeah. 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 You're stretching. And when I stretch, it gets a little bit hard. And before you know it, are you kidding me? Now I look back and I'm like, I cried over that. (laughs) At that that moment, it felt like I was taking on the world. But now I'm like, because I recreated myself 
And so just remember, and my last tidbit is going to be, if your vision doesn't scare you, then it's not big enough. Ooh, I love that one. Oh my God, that's gold. If your vision is not big enough and it doesn't scare you, then it's not. If your vision's not big enough and it doesn't scare you, then I mean, if, it, if your vision doesn't scare you, it's not big enough. Okay. If your vision doesn't scare you, it's not big enough. It's not big enough. Amigas, that is a mic drop. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, it's so true. It's like the reason there are multimillionaires out there, self-made multimillionaires out there is because their vision was huge and it scared the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Amigas, Absolutely. Scare the shit out of you, huh? Then it's not big enough. I love that. That is such gold, Eva. I so am so 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 thankful to have you here. Thank you so much. I mean, I you're you, welcome. You know, nosotras platique, 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 platique. <laughs> well, trust me. <laughs> I know we love it. We we miss each other. We do. We talk all day long. But th- this entire time with you has been such gold. I really appreciate you taking the time, especially because you have a young daughter who requires a lot of attention. Believe me, I know. And those moms out there know how that feels. <laughs> yes. uh, and I'm honored, deeply honored. And, and I'm thankful that you made the time to be here with us on a Sunday, amigas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for having me. I love you so much. I love you too, my love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Amiga Handle Your Shit Podcast. If anything resonates with you today, please share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to share it on Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at www.amigahandleyourshit.com. Thank you so much for listening. Gracias y hasta la próxima.